Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Thank you. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at OurSuccessGroup.com. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between good and great, and uh, how we get ourselves up to great, and what that mindset shift is. And today is about setting yourself apart by focusing on what we put out into the world, right? What is it that you put out into the world, and how can we make that great? It's also, though, on top of that, though, it's about finding a balance, right? A lot of us will get stuck in the overanalyzing, uh, kind of going, okay, is this good or great? It, it's that analyzing. You get the paralysis by analysis, right? That's the way it goes. What then ends up happening is because you're spending so much time analyzing is you never get anything out into the world. And so you're not putting out anything good or great, right? And so how do we find that balance? Because we know that we have to put more things out into the world if we want to grow our business. Just, it's the way that it works. In fact, the more that we put out there and then being open to feedback, right? That's an addition to that. When we do those things, when we put more out there and then we're open to feedback, we accept that feedback in as a, thank you, I appreciate the feedback. And then moving forward, right? And, and figuring out, okay, does this actually help me improve? So we put out more, we're open to feedback, we say thanks. When we do those things, we grow faster. And, and so the more that we put out there, the more open we are to feedback, the faster we're going to grow. So let's figure out how to do this. I want to start off by discussing here a little bit about how do we keep ourselves from getting stuck in that overanalyzing, is this good or is this great? What's the difference? Blah, 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 blah. So to me, there's one simple way and, and one simple way that we can measure everything against to go, is this good or is this great? And, and with the goal of being great. And, and here it is. I'm going to pop it up on the screen for those of you that are watching the video version of this here. But for those of you on the podcast side, it says, don't stop until you're proud. Don't stop until you're proud. So the difference between something that you're proud of and perfection is what we're looking for. That's great, right? Good is just throwing something out there. Great is being proud of it. Doesn't have to be perfection. You would just have to be proud of it. So let's let's discuss here quickly what does proud mean? What, what what does being proud mean to you? For me, what being proud means is is something that I can go, yeah, I know I put the effort in it. Is it perfect? It doesn't have to be. It's perfect in the moment. It's perfect in my current abilities. <clears throat> it's perfect enough. I'm proud of it because I know that if I put it out there. I get feedback, I can improve on that potentially, but I'm proud enough to put it out into the world. So understanding what makes you proud, right? What are you proud of? What things have you done or are doing that you are proud of? And and just hold true to that. What What brings you pride? So thinking about it from that perspective, we'll, we'll just in a moment, we're going to talk about some things that we can do to go from good to great. But I want you to really 
dig in internally and go, what am I proud of, right? What, what have I done? Maybe the best way to do this is to go back and think about all the things that you've done inside of your business or in life in general, honestly, but focusing on small business Saturdays here, what are some things that you've done already in your business that you're proud of? Right? It doesn't have to mean that they're perfect. It doesn't have to mean that it worked out exactly as you planned, just that you were proud of. What, what is it that you're proud of? Make a list of those things and then go back and, and figure out what makes that a proud moment for you. What about it did you do? Maybe what about it did you do differently than some other things that maybe you aren't, not that you're not proud of it, but it just didn't bring that real feeling and sensation of pride. What are the differences there? So we're going to talk about, again, some things that we can do to add more pride to our, to what we're doing, to go from good to great. Um, but first, I also want to discuss with you guys the flip side of that, that trap. So we talk about don't want to get trapped into overanalyzing. But there's also a flip side to that. And that flip side is the difference between being authentic to who you are yourself, being, being your core values, and being stuck in a belief that's not serving you. Right? A lot of times we think that that belief that's not serving us is actually a core value. Um, but if our goal is to grow and get better, should we not be looking at areas of our lives and of our business that we can improve on? We can't just say, well, that's just who I am. That doesn't serve you. Does saying that's just who I am, does that serve your ultimate goal? Can you show up as the best version of yourself when you say, well, that's just who I am? Let me use this example for you. Um, I've struggled with pronouncing people's names. For whatever reason, I see spellings and an, and I don't know if I get too hooked on phonics or, or if I go the other way and I'm overdoing it, trying to read into what they're saying. But I struggled, a good example of this is Nikki Ademkowitz. I struggled forever to say her name right. I used to say it wrong all the time. But I could have just held to that and go, well, too bad, your name's too hard, right? But instead, I chose to go, you know what? I need to figure this out. Um, I had a young lady on Small Business Saturdays, not Small Business Saturdays, excuse me. I had a young lady on Two Regular Guys yesterday um, as part of our Women in Garment Decorating episode. It was Jennifer Tilly and another young lady named Brandy. And her last name was just getting me. For whatever reason, I was trying to read too much into it, and I could not figure out how to say it. So instead of just uh, giving up, I said, you know what? I'm going to ask. And, and I've made that a point. I've made it a point to ask people, okay, tell me how to say your last name. And she said, oh, it's really easy. It's just really kind of as it looks. Sheber. She and then burr like you're cold. And, and I said, okay, well, that's kind of what I thought. But for some reason, I was doubting myself. So now you've given me that opportunity to show up as the best per version of myself. So I can say Brandy Sheber. There you go, right? And so... When we're looking at the things that don't serve us, we can't just rely on, the, oh, that's just who I am. I'm not being authentic if I don't do that. I'm holding on. I'm burying my flag in the sand, right? Yes, we have to be authentic. Yes, we have to be true to ourselves, but we have to be true to what our core values are, not the limiting beliefs. So another example here might be somebody that um, is known for their cursing, 
right? And and some people do it for effect. I'm I'm no saint and, and never curse. I, I know I will sprinkle in a few bad words from time to time. You know, really, for me, it's depending on the situation, the people I'm around, or a lot of times it's for effect, right? To get attention, to draw somebody, to kind of jolt them a little bit. But to then go and just say, well, you know, I curse, and, and that's just who I am. It's my value. And, and then look at it and go, uh, does that hold me back, right? Does that not let me in some doors? Does that say, uh, people go, oh, I'm not so sure about that person. They they really rely on cursing a little bit too much maybe that you know and and that's okay if, if you don't want in those doors if that's not you what you want to be then then that's okay it's not holding you back but if you can feel at all that it's holding you back then you have to really understand the difference between holding on to a belief or a way of being and a core de- core value There are two different things but yet most of the time we think that one is the other but one's just a a expression potentially of the other but it doesn't have to be right so you don't want to let a belief keep you from showing up as your best self Uh, cursing is not a value or a way to hold true to yourself the the value might be able to you know say what you want and speak your mind uh, efficiently and effectively but is cursing required in all circumstances not at all no chance otherwise everybody would do it all the time my argument is this, it's not a value, right? That's not a value. And the same goes for the way we dress, the way we act and, and more. Those are not values necessarily. They may be effects or way to express some values, but your values will always serve you in all cases. It will always bring you joy. It will always serve you in all cases if you are being true to your value. And so we need to lead with those, not leading with that comfort zone, that outdated excuse of that's just who I am. If it's not serving you, stop doing it. Figure out a way to stop doing it, right? Reduce it. Like my um, story about the names, I'm working on ways to get better at it. Part of it comes with just believing in myself more, believing that I can actually say the name correctly and not doubting myself. And so that's maybe the the thing that you use. But don't hold on to those outdated beliefs just because you think that's who you are. That's absolutely not true. Your values are who you are. You need to let those shine and let those come up and, and let the situation dictate how you express those values. Right? So that's the other side of it. I just want to make sure that we've got that balance. right? And really with that balance of understanding that we want to put something out there that we're proud of. But yet we don't want to hold on to outdated beliefs that don't serve us and say that they're values. So now we've got the yin and the yang, right? And, and we can utilize that to our advantage. Because getting enough out into the world to grow and being proud of it will show off how amazing you are, right? So with that, now let's dig into how. And, and here, here's the great part about the how. This is what I, I'm so excited about sharing this. Why? why I thought this was such an important topic to share here on Small Business Saturdays is the answer is really quite simple. The, the difference between good and great is extremely simple. So I want you to get something out to write with here. Are you ready to write something down? If you're listening to the podcast version, you have to be driving or somewhere where you can't write, um, go ahead and pause. Now, 
okay, I'm, I'm really kidding. It's actually that simple that you don't need to write this down. But here's the difference. The difference between good and great is one extra round of revisions. So just having that second read-through, that's one extra. So a second read-through. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast, because here's what we know. People who look things over a second time before they hit submit, before they post on social media, before they send the email, before they put things out there into the world, they come across as smarter and great at what they do, right? The difference between good and great. How can you come across as great? And it's as simple as that. It's one second time to look through it, one extra revision. So the reality is those people that do that extra revision, that take that second chance to just look it over and make sure they didn't miss anything, make sure they didn't miss any details, any check any boxes that they should have checked or understood what they're actually putting out into the world. The reality is the people that take the time to do that, and when I talk about take the time, I'm talking about very slight amount of time. This takes very little time. It does take in a little bit of extra effort, but the time it takes is very small. And, and the reality is what they put out into the world isn't necessarily all that much better than somebody that just knee jerks and puts it out there, but instead it looks more polished. And that's it. So the, the, again, the best part about this, it's so simple. It's, the key here is it's only one extra revision. All right? So you can read through it a second time after you've created it the third, the fourth, or fifth revisions, they don't really net you a whole lot of extra improvement. And after the second revision, you need to get it out into the world to get feedback, right? And then once you do that, now you're starting a cycle. And this is how we really get great. This is how we, we build greatness on a whole different level is we, we take that first thing, we take one revision, then we get it out into the world we open ourselves up for feedback. We ask for feedback. We review that feedback. And then we can go one more time. Now we go back, recreate, starting again, put it out into the, you know, have one revision, put it out into the world, and then get more feedback. And it, that's the cycle. That's the cycle. Keep going, working through that cycle of what are you creating? What are you putting out there? What? One revision, right? It, it, this works like in our, our production environment. If you're making something, right? We, we want to have two different steps. We want to make the thing and then we want to check the thing. A lot of people will make the thing and as they're making the thing, they're checking in and just moving right along. I suggest in your workflow and process that you make the thing and then set it aside, change your mindset into quality control and then package it, right? So it can be making setting aside quality control packaging. It doesn't have to be this massive. You don't have to bring in an extra quality control person, though it is always good to get a second set of eyes on it, but that could be the feedback, right? So that's how you go from good to great. My wife, Kyleen, is fantastic at this, right? She, 
she's very good at getting things done in a, in a very strategic manner of, you know, I'm going to get it done. And, and she's very almost stubborn to a, 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 a fault, but not, right, where she's getting it done. But that's what she does. She makes the things, sets them to the side. She inspects the things and packages them, right? So she's putting out things that are great, right? Sometimes when I get into production, I forget about that, right? I just want to get it done. I'm more important to just get it done quickly for me. And I got to remember that, right? Let's get it done. Let's check it. Let's make sure. Let's make sure it's great. Make sure it's something that we're proud of. And what you're proud of is uniquely you. And so I'm not here to tell you what pride should be for you. I'm here to say you should be proud of it. And that's what makes it great. So if everything that we put out, right, we're not going for perfection. And, and I'll be the first one to admit that not everything I put out into the world is perfect. And, and I don't want it to be because if, if I decide that it's perfect, then I'm not growing or getting it better, right? So, but what I do know is that the things that I put out into the world, I've been, I get a lot of positive comments, and, and, and some of the comments are things, you know, some of the themes are like, wow, you, you work so hard, you know, you, you, you do so much. How do you do all that? How, how do you get all that done? How, how do you keep track of everything, right? These are some of the comments that I get. And I don't, I, I know I don't, in fact. I, it's not that I don't think. I know I don't work harder than anybody else. But I do make sure that I always put in enough effort that I'm proud of what gets out into the world. So the interesting part about this, though, as I was thinking about this, as I was putting this show together, was it's kind of second nature a little bit. And I'm not sure if it's just because I've been doing it for a while or whatnot. But I think a lot of it has to do with it's kind of part of what, what some of my values are. And, and honestly, I'm just holding true to my values. That, that's all that I've been able to do to, to increase that pride is just say, I make sure I'm holding true to what my values are. And, and so, like I said, everybody's going to be different, but I said, you know what, I need to break this down and, and share with folks what it is that I do to make myself have that level of pride that I'm, I'm interested in putting out into the world. Um, so I had to think about it, right? Because like I said, it's a little bit second nature. So for you, it might be second nature as well. But I'd say do what I did here. Go check it out, right? Make sure, verify that you're not just holding on to a belief, but you're actually going, yep, I'm really proud of it. Be honest with yourself. Right? That No one's going to judge you on this but you. So why lie to yourself about it? Don't do it. There's no point in that. You're just going to hurt your self-esteem, your self-confidence. And, and when you start doing that, then you can't get anything out into the world. So we have to have self-confidence. We have to have self-belief. And that starts with not lying to yourself. So think about this. What it was that makes you proud and then be honest about it. And, and, and it's okay. It's not to say, oh, gosh, I don't do anything good or I don't do anything great even, right? It, it's, it, it's not that. It's about recognizing and then moving forward. This has nothing to do with the past. It should never be at a we, – we don't look at the past. We should not be looking at the past as a way to beat ourselves up. That never serves you. We should look at the past as a way to understand and recognize the learning that we need to take to move us forward. So an event in your past that you're maybe ashamed of or not proud of, all that is, 
is a recognition and opportunity to do better the next time, right? And, and that's the only reason to go back to it. After that, let it go. So like I said, I went back and looked at, okay, what are some of the things that, A, you know, that I wasn't proud of and what was the difference, but, but really what, what, what makes me proud of something? So I'm, I've got four things that I use, four kind of methods that I use. First and foremost is I try to do what I say I'm going to do. D- does it happen every single time? I, I wish I could say yes. I, my goal is to be able to say yes, but I feel like I give it a darn good effort, and I'm very proud of the effort that I put into doing what I say I'm going to do. And so with that, right, that builds my self-confidence, it builds my self-trust, because here's the deal. If you say you're going to do something and then you don't do something, we worry about how that's going to affect other people. Are they going to be upset? Are they not going to trust me? And while that's important, the most important part is you internally learn to not trust yourself, right? Your subconscious goes, oh, well, we said we're going to do that. And then we just blow it off or space it or whatever it is that is our quote unquote excuse, And what we don't realize is that's hurting our self-confidence, that's hurting our self-worth, and therefore we just go and hide, shrink. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The five keys of business success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. The reason why I try to be so proud about doing what I say I'm going to do is that I know that's going to help me continue to build my self-confidence, which is going to help me continue to do more and more, continue to be great, to show up as great and be proud of being great. So how do I do this, right? For me, it's all about the capture system. I've gotta have a way to remember what it is that I said I'm gonna do. I, I use a project management tool called Asana. It can be, you know, my, my good friend Terry, he's really proficient with the junior yellow legal pads, and that's how he keeps track of things. That's his capture system. Um, you know, whatever the capture system is for you, there's no right or wrong answer there. And then secondly, and this is a thing that I'm working on and learning and trying to do better at every day, is I want to be very aware of what it is that I'm saying yes to. Most people get asked something and our thought process is, is this a yes or no? We're just trying to, to get done. We're trying to solve the problem immediately. But the best way to go about things is to 
instead of going directly for a yes or no, go to a, do I fully understand what I'm going to be committing to? Take that pause and say, do I fully understand what I'm going to be committing to? If you can't with certainty deep down in your gut say, I fully understand what I'm committing to, what we need to do is we need to ask more questions. And we need to go back and say, hey, I appreciate this opportunity, but I need to know a little bit more about this, right? I, I'm, I'm trying to focus on the great things that I can do, not saying that whatever it is that you're asking me has any reflection at all on you or our relationship. I just need to focus on what the great things are for me. Uh, the, the saying goes that uh, good is the enemy of great. And so that's the second part, just understanding and getting better at not saying yes to everything, not being a people pleaser. Right? I, I jokingly, half jokingly, honestly <laughs> say that I am a recovering people pleaser. And, and therefore, right, I get better at it all the time. So that's the second thing. Capture system, understanding what you're saying yes to. And then the third part of that is a calendar. A calendar is one of the greatest tools that we don't use very well. Right? We have to figure out a way that our calendar can be who we are and, and how we, we show up, right? So get things on your calendar, schedule things, and then put a notification in there to remind you of those things and then have a system. For me, my system is weekly. Tomorrow, I will review my next week's calendar. What's on my calendar for next week? And I want to look ahead and make sure that there's no conflicts or, or things that I need to go, ah, I've overcommitted myself here, this doesn't work or whatever, and start making adjustments. But then making sure that I understand and, and, and I'm aware of what I'm committed to so then I can always show up and do what I say I'm going to do. So those are the three things inside of try to do what I say I'm going to do. Capture system, be aware of what you're saying yes to, and then hold fast to a calendar. Um, so you, you need to have a to-do list, you need to have a calendar, and then you have a, need to have a system for making sure you clearly understand what you're saying yes to. All right, so that's number one. Number two is branding, the branding and the look. And, and that's something that brings pride for me. Now, if you're around the OSG community at all, you'll understand that branding isn't what most people think it is. Most people think branding is my logo, the color blue, blah, 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 blah. What branding really is, is branding is just what is your personality? What is it that you want to express? What are the values that you want to express? The logo becomes the visual of that expression. Right? The, the logo just tells the story. It gives us the feeling and the effect. The colors, you know, the, the blue color is important to me because what it represents, right? And, and it just makes, makes that feeling for me. It makes that personality shine. And that's why I like the blue. That's why you see blue all over, all sorts of things behind me in the logos and things like that. And, and so that's what branding is. And so I'm proud of the brand because I believe in it. Right? The, the brand, the logo has nothing to do with me and uh, the, our success group from that vantage point for me. It's about the community. It's about what I've been able to be a part of. And that brings me pride. And, and so with that pride, then I wear my logo all the time. Like I'm just out doing whatever. My, my, my wife doesn't quite understand why I have so many polo shirts that I put my logo on. 
a couple of them that she's like, oh, that's really looks really great on you. And then I put a logo on it and she thinks that takes away from it. But to me and and everybody's got it again. This is this is me and what I do. So not to say that the other way around isn't, you know, you've got a uniform or, or something that allows you to express your values. That, that's totally fine. But for me, what this means is that I'm proud of it in, in all aspects. Right. If I'm out playing volleyball, I wear my OSG socks the blue ones you guys have maybe seen them when I play volleyball a lot of times because I'm proud of the rest of me, right? I'm proud of my, my ability to play volleyball. I'm also proud of the company that I'm uh, creating and the community that I get to be a part of there, all that stuff. And so that pride then just shows itself with thinking about branding and taking that extra step to make sure that it's great. If we go back to that napkin picture here real quick, You'll notice down at the bottom left, right? So that napkin picture is something I got off of Adobe stock. The saying was important to me and I saw it. You can find this saying in a lot of different formats and I just liked this napkin picture. So I got that. So I could have just shared the napkin picture as it is, right? But it was important to me to, to communicate my brand and so I added my logo to it. It just, and then I added a way for people to connect with me if they wanted to. The keys to success is also important to me. So I added the brand to it. It's not a way to sell. It's not a way to be pitching all the time. All that is, is a way for me to show off the personality and be proud of it. Right? So that's the second thing is to be proud of your brand and believe in it to a point. So the tool that I use for that is Canva. Whatever's easiest for you. It doesn't take me a whole lot of time. I bring the picture into Canva. I pop in the logo. I copy, blah. If you're really good at CorelDRAW and you can be more efficient in that, use CorelDRAW, right? I like using Photoshop, but I can't be quite as efficient as I can be in Canva. So I can use Photoshop. I could do all these things in Photoshop. Maybe it looked a little bit better, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be something I'm proud of, which makes it great, right? So find what works for you to share your branding. So that's number two that I do. Number three, sorry, number number three, we'll go that way. I don't know why that just feels weird to me. Um, <laughs> number three, for those of you that aren't watching the video version, I was just doing something weird with my hands, pointing, putting the number three up. But anyhow, number three for me is spelling's important to me. And not because, you know, I'm the grammar police. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm sure this is a value that was instilled in me when I was a kid. My, my mom's an editor. And so she's always been real big about spelling. And But it comes from a value, right? It comes from a place for me, from a place of leadership. It comes from a place of knowledge. Uh, and it comes from a place of trust, right? I'm willing to take the time to make sure that I spell as many things right as I can. It's that second revision, going through it and going, let's just make sure I get this right because it's important. I want to be proud of it, right? So how do you do that though without, you know, maybe you're not the best speller and that's okay. I, I'm not saying I'm the best speller either. If I had to actually spell without the tools and technology I have around me, I'd be terrible. Put me in a spelling bee, forget about it. <clears throat> I'd be last place. And because I've grown up, I've learned to take advantage of the tools that are available to me. So one of the tools that I use, um, which is my favorite one, it's a plugin for Google Chrome and you can download it on your computer and stuff like that. It's called Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, right? And it's really easy. It just puts, <laughs> it, it's a notification, hey, this isn't spelled right. Here's the correct spelling. Boom, done, easy, good, right? 
um, on my phone. Uh, I, I use an, a Google phone, so it's an Android uh, phone. And, and I believe this works on the iPhones as well. But I also use a tool called Gboard. It's just Google's keyboard. And I use that over just the standard keyboard that comes with the phone because of the fact that it's got the spell checking, the grammar checking. It gives me a little bit more um, abilities than just a standard keyboard that comes with your phone. Doesn't take a whole lot to load up. So you got Gboard and Grammarly. So just use those tools and then I'm able to get the spelling correct more often. Do I always get it right? No, absolutely not. And that's okay. Uh, Again, I'm not trying to be the grammar police. I'm trying to come from that place of my values of leadership, knowledge, and trust. All right, so that's number three. And then number four here is to also, when when I think about putting something out to the world, that can be mean different things at different times. So I'll use an example. I I just recently on the 15th of July did a workshop called um, Growing Your Business Effortlessly. And that was a workshop that I, I knew I wanted to be very proud of how it turned out because it was a big deal, right? It started off as like, and I've been doing this as a seminar, a similar kind of presentation as a seminar for a while now. And I've gotten pretty good at it, right? I've done it enough times that I'm getting really good at it. But I said, I want to take this a step further. I want to get people into action. I want to do a little bit more. And so it grew on me. But I knew that I couldn't just make that big leap and throw it out to the big world and feel really comfortable about that. So I used another tool that I use, and and that's having a trusted circle of people around you who you can put it out to, right? So that's putting it out to the world. It just happens to be a closed, trusted circle first. And then get feedback from that group, right? And then I can make the next creation, review it, and then put it out to a larger swath of the world. So I, I had 15 people that then was my next group. And they were customers, right? And so I got lots of great feedback from that. But that didn't happen because, oh, I just happened to be good at it, right? It happened because I took the time. I did a, a walkthrough with that trusted group. And, and for me, it's a mastermind group. And here's why a mastermind group is better than just a group of friends. A group of friends is great. But typically, a group of friends, A, don't have the, the, the common thing that they're going for. Maybe they have a different job, different career, whatever, um, but, but be about a group of friends is friends typically are the, the yes people. And that's, that's fine. I mean, you got, I'm sure you've got some, a great friend out there. That's not always just a yes person, but friends, a lot of times will be the ones that are like, oh my gosh, you're so great. You're awesome. You're doing great. Don't worry about it. Do it, do it, do it. And we need that. Right. And that's great to have a mastermind functions a little bit differently. They, they show up, they support you. They give you that. Yes, you're doing awesome. You're great. But a mastermind is also willing to give you the feedback that you need, right? Like, that's great. Here's what showed up for me. Here's, here's a potential that you could improve on in a, in a great way. So our, our Masters of Success over at our success group is a great example of this, right? They, they've built the trust that it comes from a place of love, but people will tell people when they need to hear it, right? That, that not always rainbows and ponies all the time. You got to do better. You show up a little bit better. So with my workshop, I actually did a run through first. And when I did that run through, 
I realized right away, plus the feedback that I got from the folks that were there sharing with me, there's three or four people, three, four being my wife showed up as well. Um, the feedback I got was that, yeah, there's a little bit too much here. So I started paring it down, paring it down, paring it down. I thought I got it down. But in that paring it down, I also learned that it was more important. I would be more proud of it if I got all the content out as opposed to getting it done on time. And and here here's what I learned. Right? So this workshop was supposed to be 90 minutes and it ended up being three hours. Now, it could have been much longer if I didn't pare it down after the first go, <laughs> but I realized that I also needed to make sure that I got the content out. I'd be more proud of that. And the feedback that I got afterwards was that it was great. Yes, it was long. Yes, there may be ways that I can improve on that, but I was proud of it. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. All right, so having that trusted circle of people is another tool that you can use. So let me just recap those things real quick and then we can close it out because that's, that's, that's really the essence of what this is all about. The difference between good and great is being proud of it. So for me, here's what I've done. I work really hard to try to do what I say I'm gonna do. I also focus on the branding, the look, the feel as an expression of my values. I then try to make sure that I'm spelling things correctly uh, and, and when focused on that, not about being the grammar police, it's again about coming from my values, a place of leadership, knowledge, and trust. And then number four is to make sure that I've got a trusted circle that's willing to tell me the things that I need to hear, not just what I want to hear. All right, so those are four things. I'm going to close with this. Um, I'm currently reading a book from Jim Collins called From Good to Great. Now, this came actually from something else, but uh, just so happens the law of attraction always works when you're thinking about these things. You, I go, oh, yeah, I need to read that book, right? And I started reading that book. Um, it's a fantastic book. I'd recommend giving a read. But the, the whole point of the book, I think, the, the just the theme that I'm getting out of it so far is that going from good to great is not making these massive leaps. It's not about having the perfect plan and, and doing everything right all the time. The leap from good to great and then sustaining that greatness is one about constant improvements. It's one about um, always working to get better. And so he talks a lot about the flywheel, which is just to me like the cycle, right? And we've talked about cycles, flywheels, I believe those all kind of function the same way. So thinking about for you, how do you go from good to great? It's about getting a little bit better every day by focusing in on what you're proud of. How can I bring pride to what I've put out there? All right. So the last thing I'm going to leave you with here is I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm going to ask you to, to, if you're catching this on the video side on social media, put it in the comments. If you happen to be listening to the podcast version or you can't put it into the comments for whatever reason, I want you to email me this. So success at our success group.com and I'll, I'll share that again, but I want you to answer this question. 
what will you be putting out into the world today? What are you going to be putting out into the world today that you are proud of? So the reason I ask you to answer that question, this is for you. I, I, I certainly would love to know, so it is a little bit for me too. But ultimately, this is for you. Because if you share, if you go out in public and share that, you now actually put something out into the world. Right? So this is, once you share, this is what I'm going to do. Now you have that accountability, right? Now you're going to have to do what you say you're going to do. So if you are an action taker, if you're somebody that's ready for success, you will put into the comments what are you going to put out into the world today that you're proud of. You will email me success at our success group.com. What are you going to put out into the world today that you're proud of? So now I'm not going to just put that all on you and not do the same. So for me, here's what I'm going to do today. Uh, I am excited about sharing at the Condi virtual open house next week. And, um, part of that is they have this app that's called Whova, which kind of encompasses the, the virtual event and it's where everything will be. But inside of that, there's lots of ways to communicate with each other. And one of the things on there is it asked you to put in what topics do you enjoy talking about? So I added a few topics and those topics sparked some conversation. And inside of that conversation, people asked, where could I learn more about this? And one of those topics was conquering fear and thriving. So what I'm going to put out into the world is I'm going to put out into the world today a new recorded webinar of conquering fear and thrive. And so I'm going to put it out into the world and I'll share with the folks on that Condi app. I'll share it out to the rest of the world that it's available to go and download and watch and see if you can take any gold nuggets out of it. So conquer your fear and thrive. So that's what I'm putting out into the world today, and I'm going to make sure that I read through it. It's a second revision. I'll make sure the website, as great as it can be, that I'm proud of the end result. All right, so that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? All right, like I said, comments below, email success at com. What are you putting out into the world today? All right, so that's what I've got for you. That is Small Business Saturdays for today. Tune in next week. We will be right back with another great Small Business Saturdays. I'm glad to be back in the saddle. We had a little short hiatus. Uh, those of you listening to the podcast side, you didn't get any hiatus. So good congratulations to you. But if you're somebody that watches the live versions, you'll know that um, I had a little break in there to make sure that I was proud of the things that I committed to in that moment. And so now I'm recommitting to Small Business Saturday. So I will look forward to talking to again, everybody again next Saturday. You guys have a great day and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.